A rule change would allow senators to challenge each other to a duel. A horse and buggy were stolen from a Walmart parking lot while the owner was inside. And Starbucks fires two baristas who prevented an armed robbery. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Yippee-ki-yay-yay! Missouri proposes a rule change that would allow senators to challenge each other to a duel. And I have to say, upon hearing of this proposal, I approve 100%. Let them blast away, these senators. I think this would really make America great again. <laughs> In fact, I want to watch it all on TikTok. We could sell tickets to this event. Dueling senators, dueling congressmen, insert other and all politicians. This would, uh, if you do a pay-per-view event, this could boost the economy. That's right. Televise this. This could replace those dull debates. Ah, maybe create an app called like Only Duels, where you could just watch duels. <laughs> Only duels. Stupid. All right, let's bounce right into the details of this. A member of the Missouri Senate has proposed a rule change that, if passed, would allow senators to challenge one another to a duel. Nice to know with all the real problems out there, the senators are talking about this sort of archaic buffoonery. Senator Nick Schroer put a motion to the state's Senate to adopt a rule change allowing state politicians to settle all of their grievances through physicalities. <clears throat> well, I'm not sure uh, physicalities are the way to go. I mean, given how old and fat these Midwest senators seem to be, I think merely challenging one another to a race up the stairs would have the same effect as the duel. Not the same effect. They'd both be dead by heart attack. This proposed amendment was posted on Twitter. Um, it reads, uh, okay, it's kind of confusing. Let me try and get through this. It says, if a senator's honor is impugned, I think that means um, insulted, impugned, um, by another senator to the point that it is beyond repair. I don't know how you do that. Uh, and in order for the offended senator to gain some satisfaction, such sen senator may rectify the perceived insult to the senator's honor by challenging the offending senator to a duel. You have offended my honor. And then they start putting on white gloves. I know how this works out. I've seen old timey movies. Oh, the regressive party. Hard at work to bring the country as far backwards as they possibly can. Okay, continuing with the layout of what's going on. The trusted representative known as the second of the offended senator shall send a written challenge to the offending senator. A written challenge. <laughs> I imagine they, um, they have their assistant roll up with a long scroll. Message for you, sir. <laughs> yes. It seems here senator's honor was insulted by yours truly. Okay, back to the uh, description. The two senators shall agree to the terms of the duel, including choice of weapons, which shall be witnessed and enforced by their respective seconds. The duel shall take place in the well of the Senate at the hour of high noon on the date agreed to by the parties to the duel. Wow, a lot of this. Okay, you're going to have it in the well of the Senate? I mean, that could get a little bloody in there, depending on the weapon they agree on. I love that, too. They have to agree on the choice of weapon. I mean, that's sort of like, that lays, that lays an open field of choices. They could go with Nerf guns, water balloons, 
Molotov cocktails could be. Uh, I like jousting. I think we could probably consider bringing jousting back, but you can't do that in the uh, well of the Senate. You'd have to do that on the front lawn of the Capitol building in that area. What about a tank battle? Oh, I'd love to see a tank battle between two politicians. That'd be tremendous. Not a big fan of the high noon. Um, I'm usually busy at high noon. I won't be able to watch this live stream. I suggest you guys uh, consider some primetime action. And maybe not in the um, in the well there. Like consider doing like a dome, maybe like an arena. You want some? You want a live crowd? You want a big crowd for that sort of duel? I would think. I'm all for this. If two elected officials are stupid enough to want to shoot one another, we should let them. I mean, we we need professionals in office, not children. We can replace the dead ones. With reasonable human beings, with brains. That's important. They should have brains. A horse and buggy was stolen from a Walmart parking lot while the owner was shopping. Well, this is just straight foolishness. Everybody knows you don't leave your horse running while you go in and pick up a few items. Uh, This story is out of Michigan. An Amish family had their horse and buggy stolen while they shopped at a Michigan Walmart. Well, guys, what are we going to do? We got to form a posse, track down this horse thief. Um, Is horse theft still a hanging offense? I do believe it is. (laughs) The Amish are like, not suitable. We want death by drawn and quartering. Now, the theft of this buggy and the horse took place on Saturday at 5.30 p.m. in the town of Sturgis, Michigan, which is about 100 miles south of Grand Rapids. The Sturgis Police Department were called to the Walmart. Called to the Walmart? How did the Amish call the police? (laughs) They sent a carrier pigeon. (laughs) Hey, Sergeant, we got a pigeon at the door here. Oh, it's a pigeon? Bring it in here. It looks like it's got a little note tied to its foot. What's it say? Please come quick. Our horse and buggy was stolen. Meet us at the Walmart on 1500 South Centerville Road. The report was a stolen Amish buggy and horse from the Walmart parking lot. Uh, according to the statement from the Department of Public Safety, quote, a truck driver parked in the Walmart lot had seen a female steal the horse and buggy. The individual gave police a description of the female subject. Well, that's simple. They just got to track down this horse and buggy. Do they have OnStar for the horse and buggy? <laughs> I'd love to see this uh, police chase. I'm guessing they'll catch up to her real quick. It says, as it turns out, police had already made contact with the 31-year-old female suspect earlier in the day at the same Walmart, though officials did not elaborate on why they had spoken to her or what the reason behind the contact was. She's been trying to steal vehicles out of the Walmart, but uh, she couldn't get into a car. Those are often locked, and they have these things called windows, uh, something that I believe uh, you won't really find in all buggies. So, you know, there's a lot of barriers to keeping your buggy safe and uh, beyond theft, it would seem. I mean, anybody who knows how to jump on and go, yeah, could probably just take off with your vehicle, it it would seem. I think I could steal a horse and buggy, and I've never tried, but it'd be a lot easier than stealing a Toyota, I think. Now, I would love to find out um, if this woman was uh, a member of uh, the Quaker organization or the Mennonites, perhaps, They have ongoing feuds, the Quakers, Mennonites, and Amish. They're all uh, battling to see who can resist iPhones the longest, I think. (laughs) 
It'd be crazy if she wasn't Amish. Yeah. I mean, crime's really out of control when it's Amish on Amish crime, I would say. Uh, now, it says here police eventually found the stolen horse and buggy, thankfully. Is the horse okay? I just really want to know if the horse is okay. They found the horse and buggy the same evening and were able to find the alleged unnamed suspect at a nearby motel where she was arrested without incident, it says. The uh, horse was returned to the family along with their buggy following the incident, and the police say that the animal was unharmed during the ordeal. Wonderful. I would hate to hear that the horse was harmed during the getaway. I still have some questions. Why? I wasn't aware that the Amish shopped at Walmart. I'm wondering what they go there for, like neckbeard oil, this sort of thing. Be funny to find out that the Amish were using microwaves and whatnot. Maybe they really like flaming hot Cheetos. They're like, gotta get the flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> they just take a list from all the other Amish. We're going to the Walmart. Tell me what you want. <laughs> Ezekiel, what is with this request for a PlayStation? How are we going to use it? We don't own TVs around here. Yay! Starbucks fires baristas who prevented an armed robbery. A pair of heroic Starbucks baristas who risked their lives to save the company's hard-earned money have been fired about a month after reportedly foiling an armed robbery. Authorities allege that around 3 p.m., a few weeks ago, Joshua Noand and Marquise Porter Doyle entered the Starbucks location in St. Louis, Missouri, armed with firearms. They commanded the seven employees, including Michael Harris and Devin Jones Ransom, and a single customer to lie on the floor and surrender all of their possessions. The two men allegedly told the employees to open the cash register and the safe, but the workers were unable to do so. No became enraged, striking Harris on the head with his pistol. But the gun cracked, signaling to the victims the weapons were just toys. At that moment, Harris and Jones Ransom and the patron then began to fight back. During the melee, Noe and Porter Doyle are both alleged to have punched one of the victims in the face. They were eventually able to restrain Noe until the authorities arrived. Porter Doyle fled the scene, however, but was caught a short time later. Now, despite their good deeds, the Starbucks employees Harris and Jones Ransom were fired by Starbucks. Uh, the company... Reportedly didn't give either men specifics about why the decision was made to let them go. But in a statement, a Starbucks spokesperson elaborated on the decision behind the employees' terminations, saying, quote, The safety and well-being of our partners, employees, and customers is always our first concern. All partners are expected to follow our carefully crafted protocols to ensure the safety of customers and partners during these sorts of situations. Now, all of our uh, employees go through de-escalation training, which includes armed robbery scenarios where employees are asked to simply comply with the demands and to avoid doing or saying anything that can escalate the situation. Now, um, one of the employees that was terminated has a lawyer representing him, as he should, because I believe there's a case, a case here. Um, the lawyer says uh, the fact is that his client was assaulted by one of the gunmen in the process of attempting to comply. And so this is an act of self-defense, among other things. The uh, lawyer concluded that we are looking for justice in this matter and we'll be taking legal action, of course. Nobody should be terminated for doing the right thing. Now, um, despite this story not being um, out of this world weird, I just thought it would be appropriate to cover it because I've had so many stories on here where... Baristas, fast food employees are continuously maltreated by customers on a regular basis. 
also people that work in the airline industry as well. And they, they never get their own comeuppance on the individuals that attack them or insult them or throw Subway sandwiches at their face. I mean, once in a while, but you hardly ever see this. And the time that you do see it, the employees are terminated. I mean, just, to me, this is just ridiculous. Now, I suppose one could make the argument on the other side of it that once the employees realized that they didn't have actual weapons, they really weren't in a huge threat at that point, and they could have they could have complied throughout the entire process and handed over belongings or whatever the the robbers wanted. Robbers? Do we still say that term? Robbers wanted. Um, but in that instance, you could just simply give the, these employees a warning. I mean, you need not terminate them. It's a little bit over the top of a response, in my opinion. It's a real slap in the face on many, many levels. It is a straight-up miracle that you can find anybody who agrees to work at a Starbucks for a lengthy period anyways, or any of these fast food joints, given the crime that's going on, given the number of attacks that the employees have to deal with on a daily basis. I mean, it seems... You know, just be cool. If you got people that want to work in this dangerous environment for very little money, be cool, bro. Be cool with them. You know, I would imagine at a um, a small like mom and pop business, this wouldn't have happened. But because this is a large corporation who just just doesn't care about their people at the end of the day, they just care about bottom lines. Um, you can kind of understand this behavior. That's where it's coming from. Maybe you guys uh, uh, disagree. With, with my opinion on this, maybe you think that the employees should have been fired. Maybe not. Call the show, 646-450-2012. I would love to hear from you. Listen. Ooh, oh, do you want to hear the news? Ooh, oh, do you want it to be weird? I'm recording news for you. For you. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Couldn't make it through. Hey, everybody. What's up, my loyal listeners and friends of the show? Appreciate you, weirdos. Thanks for spending another episode of Weird AF News with me, with me, the host Jonesy. I'm so grateful for your time. I'll try and keep this outro brief. Um, this is the Thursday episode, so tomorrow's Friday. You know we're doing uh, only weird news from Florida on Friday. That's what we do on the show. If you're new to the show, it's called Florida Fridays. We just do weird news from Florida from this past week. So if you come across some weird Florida news, don't hesitate to email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also send them to me as a DM in my Instagram, at funnyjones as well. Appreciate that. I appreciate it. I'm going to attempt to publish some phone calls after this if I can uh, tackle the technical side of this uh, issue that I'm having with um, my Google phone number. Uh, but hopefully we can do that. If you guys want to call the show and leave a message, it's 646-450-2012. I appreciate hearing from listeners. If you want to support the show because you are wealthy, you're a rich person, the economy's turning around, maybe you're doing, doing good, um, you can... Support the show by going to weirdafnews.com. That's the website. You can click on the, the coffee cup to buy Jonesy a, a cup of coffee, or you can um, you can join the Patreon as well. That's like buying Jonesy a beer every month. Pretty cool, right? Um, I have some people that have bought me coffees the past couple of days. Let me give them some shout-outs. First of all, we have Grouchy Trucker. I'm not sure this individual's real name, but we're going to call this person Grouchy Trucker because that's what they're saying they are. That's the, that's the name, Grouchy Trucker. I love it. Uh, Grouchy Trucker said, 
uh, wrote me a message in addition to buying me coffees. Hey, boss, time to update your website. I don't have any clickable link or reference link to your Magic Mind sponsor. I will re-listen to the last episode to get the referral link again. Just putting it, putting it out there. Uh, okay, a little bit more about that. Uh, okay, thank you for making the monotonous grind on the road that, that much more tolerable for me. Keep up the good show. You talk to me. I'll get you out of that effing closet, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Look forward to the next episode. Oh, also they asked, uh, wanna maybe consider mentioning that during your commercial break when your new episodes are released for us new listeners as well. Um, sorry, I'm butchering this message, but it was long. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I say up top that this is the only daily weird news podcast. I say that on every episode. I think everybody's aware that it's a daily weird news podcast. So it's it's daily. It's Monday through Friday, like any other news podcast. And if you subscribe on a, a podcast app, you'll be updated. Every every new episode will will come through your player, and you can even set an uh, you know an alarm on that to let you know if you're listening on Spotify. You can click the little bell there that'll let or something that can let you know of every episode and give you a little message for it, like a ding, from my understanding. So yeah, it's five days a week. I thought that was pretty obvious, but I guess I guess not. Anyways, Grouchy Trucker, I'm glad to uh, be your companion on the road. I'd love to know um, what country you're driving in, where you're going. Please reach out to me. If you're coming through uh, Southern California, man, I'll, uh, I'll buy you a coffee. How about that? You come meet me for a beer or a coffee. That'd be tremendous. Also, uh, Jojo bought me coffees. Jojo um, lives in Texas, and Jojo's been a, a longtime listener and supporter of the show, and, and we love Jojo very, very much. So shout out to Jojo. She wrote me a nice note. Long time no, quote, C, my fave weirdo. Hope your new year is starting off fresh AF. XOXO Jojo. Uh, Jojo, you'll be happy to know that my new year is starting off fresh AF, and I love that you use that old school adjective, fresh, because I like to use fresh as well. I say fresh and I say fly. I think they're they're amazing terms, and we should bring them back. But yeah, I hope your new year is starting off fresh as well, Jojo, and I appreciate the coffee so very much, and I appreciate you. Hope you have an amazing weekend. Um, yeah, so those, those are some people that are supporting the show, so we want to give them some love. Those of you in the Patreon, I published something uh, today, and um, for the next four or five days, I'm going to be putting out some uh, weird videos that I've, I've come across that I loved. So just some extra weird content from yours truly. I think you'll enjoy it. So just an, an update. I know, I know not all of you are in there watching and, and watching all the content that I put in there, so maybe want to dip in there and after a few days and check that out because there's some good stuff that I put in there. You guys can join the Patreon by uh, going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or downloading the Patria, Patreon app on your phone doing a search for weirdafnews. All right, I'm getting tongue-tied here because I'm trying to run through this outro as quickly as possible not to take up too much of your time. But thank you for being here. I appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday. Yippee-ki-yay-yay! Okay, so about the French name things, how many girls and women do you know named Brie? Okay, maybe that's not necessarily for the Brie cheese. It's Brianna or whatever, but hey, Brie. Oh, there's so many of them around. Um, Jonesy, you make my life good every morning that I am able to tune in to you. My life is busy, so i got to get you once in a while. Anyway, this is Tony from Madison, Wisconsin. Peace and love to you. Jonesy, I believe we are treating cats and dogs better than homeless people. We are telling them, you know, they're supposed to go inside 
if the temperatures are 40 degrees or below, we make sure that they have a fan with them so that they will stay cool when the weather is hot. They have dry ground and clean water. Like, I just don't understand. Homeless people don't have dry ground to sleep on or clean water to drink, much less food to eat. What is going on? What is going on? Good luck with your life, man. Jonesy, me mate. This is Captain By, and I'm calling from the present, not the future. You know that phrase they have about enjoy today because yesterday's the past and it's gone. And the future is a mystery, but today is a gift, and that's why they call it a present. Well, I like that phrase, Jonesy. It's like eating an oyster, and that's a good meal. And you go to take a bite, and what do you see? Oh, you find a pearl. Aha! Wonderful, wonderful gift. Well, Jonesy, that's like watching and listening to your podcast. It's more than you ever thought you'd get. But I want to talk about that other aspect of this phrase, the future, a mystery. Well, that caller that calls and calls himself the the future, well, he's definitely a mystery because I don't think he knows exactly who he is. Is he someone from the future, an omniscient, omnipresent, omnipresent being, or is he an alien? He introduces himself with the five tones from the Close Encounters of the Third Kind movie, and that's about aliens. What's next? What's next, huh? Is it going to be the theme from Star Wars and the bar scene? Is it going to be also Sprocked Zarathustra from 2001 Space Odyssey? I don't think this man knows what's coming out of his blowhole. I think he's got his head up his arse when he says that everyone's going to have two names in the future because one's going to be their birth name and one's going to be their television name. He says it's because the TV name makes their cathode ray tubes vibrate. He's full of barnacles on the brain. They don't make cathode ray tubes since the early to mid-2000s. How Jonesy. This guy, I think he's got some algae on his anchor. Ha, 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 ha. Jonesy, the reason the judge named the girl Nutella is because Ella is part of the name Nutella. And Ella means beautiful goddess from the Hebrew. And Jonesy, if her name was Miracle Whip, he would have named her Mira, like Mira Sorvino, or the name Mira, which in Hebrew means goddess. That's right. So, Jonesy, come to me for information and let the future just pass away into oblivion because if he's really from the future, he wouldn't be surprised by the things that you say as he said he was because he would already know because we're in the past with relation to him. Shiver me to 